welcome to Slayer Fest 98. I'm your host, Ian Carlos Crawford, and today I am here for a little bit of a special episode. It's been a hard one for me to record. I've been telling my wonderfully patient Slayer Fest 98 editor, Ashley Hullett, every week for the last month, this is the week I will record this. Here we are. I'm recording it. It's coming out. I hope you all enjoy it. On July 6th, 2023, I sat in my mom's dark hospital room alongside my titi, my dad, and my brother as we watched my mom take her last breath. It was awful. It was painful. I... Words cannot describe the feelings that I felt. I wanted to throw up my insides. Um, so I've been dealing. Every time someone asks me how I'm doing, I say, okay-ish. I've had great support from people from this podcast. I did a GoFundMe so my dad wouldn't have to go into debt and take out loans for the funeral because funerals are ridiculously expensive. And I can't thank everyone enough for donating. I We raised so much money that overall only $5,000 had to be paid, which is bananas. And to feel that love was comforting to both, both me and my dad. Over at our Patreon, I would do episodes with my mom called Mom Said. There has only been one that went in the regular podcast feed. and was the first one I did with my mom for Mother's Day. It was our Mother's Day special. And I was really proud of it, and people really responded to it. People also really responded to stories I've told about my mother. You know, my Buffy origin story is... I was that nerd. I was working in a comic book shop my senior year of high school, and my mom was like, oh, you have to watch this show, Buffy, and I was that nerd that was, like, pushing up my glasses, reading my X-Men comics, thinking, ugh, that's, like, some stupid romance show. I don't like that. And then I put on my clown nose because later that year, I walked into the kitchen to my mom's sobbing watching Buffy have to stab Angel and send him to this hell dimension. And then seeing Sarah Michelle Gellar's acting and crying, whew, I was sold. I was like, oh shit, I like this show. I might really like this. And the rest is history. You know, the, this podcast would not have happened without my mom. And I miss her all the time. Um, it's been rough. And I just want to thank everyone for sticking with me. The podcast has been a little rough. I, there's, I've been missing from some episodes because, to be honest, it's really hard to be on during a time like this. But I have been really, really lucky that I've had folks willing to fill in for me. I've had my co-hosts, you know, Ryan Houlihan, Dana Pickley, Zachary Patton Garcia, Dayspring, all those co-hosts have been more than willing to take the lead in episodes that I just feel I can't. And it's been, you know, if it's an episode I don't care about, I just, my brain shuts off. So I've been having, I have nothing to complain about in the way of support. Everyone has been so great. But, you know, it still really hurts. I, you know, I started a job teaching and I just, you know, two of the times driving home from teaching my intro to writing course, I cried thinking, I really want to call my mom. And I think that that's something anyone can relate to. You know, she died of the same thing her mother died of with breathing lung issues. Her mother 
the anniversary of her mother's death is, I think, 10 days after the anniversary of mom and my best friend's deaths. July is not a good month for me, but I wanted to honor my mom. And I wanted you folks to be able to hear some of the stuff that was behind the paywall that I did with my mom, because I really enjoyed doing those with her. And, you know, I always had this, like, very ambitious goal of, one day I'll get her at a live show. People would love that. And I would always tell her all the nice things people said about her just from the stories. Someone I didn't even know, wasn't someone that I had interacted with, sent me the nicest message saying she didn't grow up with, you know, a loving mother, but hearing a queer person who did was really inspiring, and she could feel our love, and that really helped her. And... So yeah, Ashley Hollett, my lovely editor, has been kind enough to do kind of like a clip show of all the episodes I did with my mom for the Patreon, the different episodes we discussed. Alicia Crawford was so great. She was... All my gay friends loved her. All my lady friends loved her. You know, she was a crazy, smothering Puerto Rican mother, but she also... You know, once she found out J.K. Rowling was anti-trans, she said, I'm never giving that woman my money again. You know, she... My dad is conservative. She told him he was never allowed to have Fox News on in their bedroom. I wrote an essay in uh, grad school called You Don't Fuck with Alicia Crawford. And everyone kept saying my mom was like, mm, does she really say that? And I'm like, she really does, I promise. She's she's not one to fuck with. Um and I do have all these nice memories, and I will fully admit that I have not listened back to any of the Mom Said episodes since she has passed. I don't know when I will feel ready, so bless Ashley Hullett for being down to do it that part for me. And she's kind of condensed them all together, and yeah, I just, just know how much fun these were. I would watch it with my mom, and there would only be certain things she remembered because she always had a terrible memory. But she always loved Cordelia, Buffy, and Spike. Those were her favorites. You know, she would always say, oh, Cordelia must be Hispanic. Um, and that's just my mom saying, I like her and she's pretty, so she has to be. <laughs> um, me and my mom talked a bunch of different Buffy episodes. We talked Becoming. We talked Chosen. Uh, I tried to cover, like, the last full half of season seven with her. And then, like, random other things. We also did WandaVision together. And it was really nice that my mom would do this, and I'm going to miss miss doing them, you know? But without further ado, I'm going to introduce all these clips. We'll go right into them, and then once they're over, I'm going to just read my mom's eulogy. My guest today is my mother. Introduce yourself. Alicia Crawford. <laughs> um, and for a Mother's Day episode, we're going to discuss what drew you to Buffy, because my mom is the reason I got into this show. Well, I'm an old gal, <laughs> and I come from the era where uh, all the movies were cowboys and Indians, and uh, I could never understand why the women huddled, hidden, and never did anything to help protect themselves and their men and the community. And I used to ask my cousins, my male cousins, why don't the women help the men defend the fort or whatever? Why can't they shoot? Because women don't do things like that. That was their answer. 
So when Buffy came around, I thought, yay! <laughs> Do you remember when you first started watching it? Like, what, like, did you see a commercial for it and want to watch it, or...? I, I don't I don't know. I just always remember watching her. <laughs> um, so who are some of your favorite characters on the show, Mother? Well, besides Buffy, Angel, <laughs> Spike. Cordelia. Cordelia. I love her. Yes, I do. <laughs> well, all of them were good. Yeah. I don't know. Like, what are, for you, what were some of the moments you remember the most about the show or saddest moments for you? Well, one of the saddest moments was when Buffy had to kill Angel. Yeah. I actually specifically remember walking into the kitchen when you were watching it on the little TV that we have there, and I remember watching you cry while watching that episode, and I don't think I had even started watching it yet. But I remember, like, that was the first scene I saw of Buffy, was you watching that scene. So, also, what did you think of the reunion photos? I thought they all looked really great, right? I love the reunion photo. It's, uh... And Buffy looks... Like she has an age today. Yeah, I mean, they all look really great. Um, Maybe she's a vampire. <laughs> I'd be okay with that. I don't know, tell me some of the stuff that, like, are your favorite things that you remember about it. Well, another sad thing was when Buffy killed herself to save the world. Yeah. I, I just thought, this is it. If she <laughs> dies, I'm not watching anymore. <laughs> but then had she really died, there would be no show, because it was her show. Yeah. And I remember the first time I went to a comic book convention, and I met Amber Benson, who's the actress who plays Tara, Willow's girlfriend, you know, telling her, oh, it made, like, coming out to my mom so much easier. Like, you know, my mom loved you on the show. And the actress telling me, like, oh, that's why we did that. We wanted, like, people to, like, normalize it. And, you know, so I always think that, like, seeing two really great, like, gay characters on TV made it easier for me. And, like, I don't know, you just watch that. But also I remember you not... Getting that they were supposed to be together with the spells. Right. <laughs> Remember? <laughs> I, I didn't get it. I just, I, I just did not get it. Until that time where they were dancing and they were floating in the air and you came downstairs and you said, uh, they're in love. <laughs> that was, yeah, season five. Because, I don't know if you know this, Joss Whedon wasn't allowed, like, the network didn't let him show them be gay, like be intimate together until like season five he like threatened to quit if they didn't allow it so stupid yeah yeah exactly stupid that they didn't let them yeah um and yeah i remember you being like i don't th i think they're just friends and they're doing spells and then <laughs> he was allowed to show them like kiss and and you were like oh i guess they were <laughs> i'm a little uh old <laughs> my mom also would as many older superstitious Puerto Rican ladies do, she would have things that she was superstitious about and then have the most random things that would scare her, like Oz in his werewolf form in Buffy. She would say kind of scared her a little bit. Everything else on Buffy, no, 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 it looked fake, so it wasn't scary, but Oz in werewolf form, oof. That weird furry creature really, really got to her. Do you prefer... Willow to be with Oz or Tara? Because I do like both of them, but I still prefer Tara, I think. I prefer Tara also. Yeah. Because yeah. he was a werewolf. Yeah. And I don't like werewolves. <laughs> I actually remember you telling me, like, while the show was on, that you had a nightmare about the werewolves. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I thought Buffy should have spiked him. <laughs> and I know that also we both 
love Anya because we were both. I remember watching the episode where she's left at the altar. Oh, that was so sad. That was another sad episode. I know that for me, that's the only thing in the show that I always wish they did differently. Yeah, it's crazy to think that like there was a time when I didn't watch the show and you did. <laughs> I'm so happy that uh, Buffy came out. Yeah, great. I thought she was a great mentor for young women to let them know that. Uh, they were strong and intelligent and fearless. <laughs> and to boot, she was beautiful. <laughs> well, I mean, they're all pretty attractive on the show. Oh, well, they, yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> I don't think there's anyone unattractive, unless right. they're supposed to be. <laughs> and you also watched all of Angel as well. Absolutely. I thought he was a hunk. <laughs> Do any of it, like, is there any show that you would think of that you watched when you were younger that would remind you of this? Or no, not really. Um, no. No, I I just think Buffy was the first female and she had all these wonderful characteristics and she was beautiful and fearless and brave. And I can't think of anybody that would be even close to her character. I mean, I agree. I know. I don't know. I think I like her because you're also a strong woman in my life, mother. You Thank you. And you also don't take any shit. <laughs> I try not to. <laughs> yeah. So happy Mother's Day, Mom. I love you. <laughs> Thank you. I love you too. <laughs> and thanks for getting me into Buffy and doing this podcast with me. Um, okay. Thank you, son. Yeah, of course. Hi, son. Hi, Mom. Say your name. Oh, Alicia Crawford. <laughs> we just watched Becoming, part one and two. Did you remember, what did you remember from this going in? As it started uh, to unfold... I started to remember it. Yeah. And it made me very, very, very sad. But typically, Buffy, she did the right thing. Yeah. What do you think of um, getting to see the flashbacks of like him stalking Drusilla? Well, it, it was scary. Kind of showed you like how evil, evil he was, right? And, and when he's good, he's really good. But when he's evil, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Lordy, he is evil. I know, right? Because you almost feel bad for her. She's this poor girl that's yes. having premonitions and, and then gets stalked by an evil vampire. And, and goes to confession. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we meet Kendra, the other slayer. Uh, you said she thought she was very pretty. Oh, she's gorgeous. Yeah. It's too bad they killed her off. I know, I know. I would have liked... Because she's... We talked about this in our recording that she seemed like a good partner for Buffy because yep. she was more... She was stable and kind of like, oh, we got to kill the whatever. They would have been good partners together, I right? I think so, too. And she doesn't hesitate. She knows who she is. Yeah. And again, she w she thought Angel should be killed, but she wasn't being nasty about it. Right. She just, you know, was like, I think. And that was it. She wasn't mad at Buffy. She wasn't being rude or mean, right? And I and think. Buffy knew what to do. Yeah. And Buffy, I mean, in the end, she did. She knew that she had to do that. Just don't be an asshole to her, right? Right. <laughs> and what do you think of. Kendra and Drusilla's fight. Well, I knew it wouldn't end well. Yeah. Because <laughs> Dr Drusilla was uh, much stronger. She's a vampire. Plus, she has all these powers. Yeah, because like, she does the hypnotizing, and I feel like once she does that, it's over. I don't know why uh, the other vampire, what's his name? Spike. Spike. Oh, Spike, sorry. <laughs> Your love, Ma. You My love, love right. <laughs> I don't know why he uh, loves her so much. <laughs> 
Because she is a little nutsy. <laughs> well, it's funny. When I had James Marsters on, he said he always played Spike with a little bit of a soul because he felt Spike did love Drusilla. And I do think that comes through. Like, And vampires aren't supposed to, but he said he always played it, that Spike did love her. And I, I think that's obvious from this, right? Because he makes sure, even though he hurts her, he's not hurting her too much and still right. saves her and carries her out. Takes her away. Yeah. <laughs> I'd leave her behind. <laughs> <laughs> um my might I even spike her. <laughs> uh, um what did you think of their fight that they have the mom and mom and Buffy and her mom? Well, I think I I've never liked the mom so I n- I never uh, thought the mom understood Buffy or even tried to understand her. Uh she doesn't listen. Yeah, well. <laughs> I think she was very unfair to her daughter. And one of my favorite moments from part two is when he points the sword at her and he's like, take all that away and what's left and goes to stab her and she catches it and says, me, and then hits him in the fucking face. It's so good, right? Oh, absolutely. Um, Well, she's not going to go down that easy. No, no. She's not going to go down without a, a huge fight. And the thing I like is she does close her eyes, but it's like she's making sure she can catch the sword, right? Right. Like she's not intimidated by him she's just like i know what i need to do i need to catch it she's not giving up no no and that's that's why we love her right Right. absolutely um she kills him and you just feel so bad for her and she leaves sad when you see her on the bus right it is right very very sad (laughs) and you see the now leaving sunnydale sign because i mean you even said this because i said well maybe she should have talked to her friends and you even said she probably needs time alone which is understandable right well, she could have had time alone at home. Right. If, if the mother wasn't such a jerk. <laughs> but uh, in a sense, I feel all her friends abandoned her because they didn't understand. Yes, they didn't. Yeah. And then so when they're talking about it and Giles says he went back and nothing was there. I do think it's cute that they're like, well, maybe the spell worked. Oh, maybe she had to kill Angel. And Willow says... Maybe it worked and they're off being alone together and happy. Like, I think that's, like, cute, her trying yeah. to... <laughs> Don't we wish. Yeah, because, you know, that that's her best friend and she hopes that's what happened, right? But, you know, it's not what happened. Right. Not at all. All right. Well, now that we're done, what's, what, was your, what were your favorite parts? Well, my favorite part is, uh, well, when she's kissing Angel goodbye. Goodbye. Oh, I was sad when she left Sunnydale. Uh, I can't understand why Spike loves Drusilla, but when he punches her and escapes with her, I thought, what a guy. What a guy. <laughs> Even when she's trying to kill him, he still Even loves her. Even when she's trying to... I would have spiked her, but he, uh, he saves her. He does. He does. <laughs> um... All right, Mom, well, thank you for doing this. Oh, thank you, son. Hi, Alicia Crawford, Ian's mom. Hi, Mom. Hi. So we watched uh, two Buffy episodes. Right. Season 7's Potential and Season 7's The Killer in Me. We're going through the season in order. What did you think overall? You were a little confused, right? Yes, a lot of things at once, but I still love Buffy. That's Some people have that uh, critique of this season, that it is a little bit... They got a lot of things to spin 
But so we'll talk about potential first, the Dawn episode. So you are not a Dawn fan, but you did actually like her in this episode, right? Uh, slightly, yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, I, I always thought she was whiny and oh, I couldn't stand her. But she did go out without a stake or without a weapon. <laughs> I mean, they should all always be carrying a stake. Absolutely. <laughs> but so you got to see her. She like thought she was chosen and then not. But I, I did think she picked it up, right? When she needed to. And then when she needed to hand off the power, she did it without complaining. I would have complained a little bit. No, no, she did it gracefully. I, I have to admit, I uh, thought she had a lot of potential just for <laughs> a couple of seconds there. Yeah. When the episode opened, my mom said, she looks like she's terrified back there about uh, V, the redhead, because she was. (laughs) Yes. And I think that's terrible. They should be proud to be future slayers. My dad is more of a stereotypical nerd, whereas my mom was not. And I kind of loved that. That's why, while I don't consider myself that fashionable... I do feel like I model a lot of myself after her. I still wear my, like, black skinny jeans. I still look like I'm going to fucking Warp Tour. But one of the first times I went to Geek Trivia in New York City, I got my team, like, every question right, and the bonus question of what was the name of Boba Fett's ship. Duh, it's Slave One. Um, and, you know, you, you can do both. Uh, and my mom really, like, helped me realize that and, you know, she would always joke how the first time she met my father, he was such a prude that she held onto his arm because she was wearing knee-high boots that were hard to walk on in the gravelly parking lot of the restaurant they parked in. And he said, I don't like public displays of affection. She would tell the story exactly the same every time that then she grabbed him and stuck her tongue down his throat. <laughs> Which, you know, is not your normal romance story that Mothers tell their children, but that's kind of what I loved about my mom. And they got married. This sounds like an exaggeration, but they got married a month after they met. And they were happily married for the rest of their lives. Um, Aside from all the nerdy stuff my mom loved, a really good encapsulation of her was one night her and my dad had gone to the restaurant they always go to in South Jersey. That was like their restaurant where, like, they, they were friendly with the hostess and the waitresses, and one of the waitresses even visited her in the hospital, which was so nice. She had come back from there, and she said, wow, they got a new hostess. And Ian, she had this low-cut top with their boobs hanging out, and this short, short skirt, and these high heel boots. And I thought, ugh, I miss dressing like that. <laughs> and my mom would always say that, A really good example of how our family was, was that after her and her cousin Adeline watched Monica Lewinsky be interviewed by Barbara Walters, maybe, on television in her very big TV interview, she called her cousin to talk about it, and what they talked about most was that great lipstick Monica Lewinsky wore to the interview. My mom proved that you could do both. Be very conscious of your fashion and be proud of the fact that, you know, you were more of a sexually free person because my mom talked about such sex probably more than I'd care for her to do. Um, but also still be a big fucking nerd and love like romance novels and superhero movies and Buffy the Vampire Slayer. So anytime I see 
anything Terminator, anything Predator, anything Sarah Michelle Gellar. I think of my mom. You know, she knew some of the celebrities I've had on this podcast, she knew because of me, and she would refer to Stacey Abrams as my friend, and Migna Wen as my friend. You know, she once told me, oh, your friend was in People Magazine, and it was a spread with Migna Wen. And I was like, well, I, I would like to think she's my friend, but I don't know that she remembers who I am, Mom. And, you know, she... It was a struggle getting her to record for the podcast, but she always had fun when she did. And every time after we finished every recording, she would say, oh, shit, I should have brought this up, or oh, I should have talked about this, and would remember, like, five things she forgot to bring up about the episode we just watched and talked about. But I always really had fun doing those with her. I did like the moment in that opening when Buffy pretends to attack Spike, and because they're all teen girls, they're like, ooh, that's hot. Because they probably, yeah. <laughs> I feel like they probably all would have a crush on him, right? I still have a crush on him. <laughs> I know, Mom. <laughs> One day I'll have you and uh, him on together. Oh, my God. <laughs> but you wouldn't be able to tell him you want to kiss him. <laughs> I will forget it then. <laughs> and I think halfway through that scene, you said, Ah, why did she ever want Angel over him? <laughs> well, that's true. When I see him and I remember Angel, I think, uh, no contest. <laughs> Yeah, you don't like the potential Slayer girls, right? Oh my god, no, I can't stand them. <laughs> but you do agree that the one that likes Willow is at least... Yes, yes. She is the only one who has confidence, and she did save Willow. She did, yes. What did you think of the other girl that actually was the potential? I I, I think that um, she did have potential, and she did have confidence, even though she came on as not having confidence. Right. When push came to shove... She did stake the vampire, yeah. Yeah, she pushed. Um, I, I like that. That's the way slayers, future slayers should be. <laughs> you heard it here. Alicia Crawford's rules for being a slayer. Right. <laughs> um, what did you think of Buffy training the girls, though? When Buffy's oh, training them? I think them? she's terrific. Terrific. I just don't understand how uh, the girls don't uh, understand how Buffy feels and the way she acts, and I don't know why they don't want to be just like her. <laughs> Xander annoys me sometimes, but I did like the speech he gave Dawn. Yes. Oh, absolutely. I thought absolutely. that was nice. Right, you, you feel a little bit for Dawn, right? A little bit? Come on, Alicia. I don't... She's frowning. I don't know. She's so wishy-washy. <laughs> but this season, they really do make her better. They She's not as wishy-washy, or she's not whiny. She didn't whine at all. No, but uh, <laughs> she couldn't make up her mind that she wanted to be a slayer. And then when she found out that she wasn't, you could tell she was terribly disappointed. She can't make up her mind about anything. <laughs> she makes me crazy. <laughs> I never liked her character. You know that. I know. Yes, yes. You like the women that all make, they know what they want and they get it. I like the strong women, not the wishy-washy women. <laughs> But okay, so the second episode, I feel like there's a little bit more to talk about. So it was like 10 different plots going on. But I do, I do feel, even if Kennedy isn't like a, doesn't have to be true love, but you know, putting yourself out there and, right. you know, and Kennedy's pretty and a slayer. I mean, that's, that'd be cool to date a slayer, right? <laughs> a slayer and a witch. I think that's a great combination. Yeah. <laughs> and I think Kennedy was wonderful for Willow. I think so too, right? Yes. Because she's more confident end, and. Oh my God. Uh, she figured it out. She did. I didn't. <laughs> you did not. No. My mom kept being like, what the hell's going on? Wait, why is she him? Is that him? Right. 
Right. <laughs> Thank God somebody figured it out. <laughs> um, and I do like, I mean, Sam Michelle Geller is so good, right? Cause when, oh my God, she's wonderful. When the general like tells her it's up to her, she's like, it's up to me. What? And it's like, yeah, of course it is, Buffy. Like, cause I'm I, so sorry that Buffy the Vampire Slayer <laughs> ended. I'd still be watching. God, we really would. Yes. How many years later? <laughs> 25. I can't even believe that. <laughs> <laughs> I just I I mean if that if that reboot happened I think that would have been the best way a new slayer that way Buffy can come in sometimes Willow can come in Spike you know they can all if they want but they're not those actors aren't locked into you know Oh I think that would be terrific Right I really do I would watch <laughs> we'd we'd have two people watching yeah. <laughs> But yeah no and I mean I always wonder what if they did do that like what they would do with Spike I mean you've seen him he's still I think he's still He's still a hunk. He is, but he does look older and the vampires aren't supposed to age. Hmm. Although I would be just fine if they just brought him back and didn't... Like, all right, we know he's an actor, right? Right. It's not like he was a child when he did Buffy. Not only that, they would figure out how to make him look younger. Sure, they just, like, add some makeup, maybe. Or just say... He's at this stage of his vampire life. <laughs> Suddenly this vampire aged a little bit. Okay. Right. So what? I'm still, he's still a hunk. <laughs> um, and Giles does get mad that Buffy did, did have the chip taken out. Oh. What do you think about that? No, I, I would have done the same thing. I would have said, take it out. I would have too, right? I do think. Because at this point, we the only time he was bad was when he was controlled by that evil. And if he's being controlled by them, he's going to do it. Doesn't right. matter, chip or not. So might as well take it out, right? Take that stupid chip out. Yeah, yeah. and especially because at this point he's been helping them and fighting with them. Yeah. I mean, he babysat Dawn for so long, like... And he's tra he's helping her train the future Slayers. Yeah, Have, not having the chip seems like it makes sense, right? Yeah. Because um, Giles does get a little mad at her because he's worried, what if Spike did turn evil? Well, yeah. then Buffy would dust him. <laughs> I mean, also, there's that, right? She would. She would, if he was evil. If she had to, she would. Yes. And I gotta say, even though she doesn't get a lot to do, Anya's still really good in her... Oh, everybody, I think, loves Anya. <laughs> I just wish she hadn't given up her demon self. <laughs> right. <laughs> All that power. It's funny, in the episode we recorded for today, uh, there's a line where Anya says, Why the hell did I decide to become human? <laughs> Beats me. Beats me. That I remember. And I remember thinking the same thing. Are you crazy? <laughs> right? Like, come in handy. To say the least. It's funny because most of the people, I feel like most of our listeners too, prefer Spike over Angel. I think so, yes. I. I uh, but you don't dislike Angel. You still do like him. Right. Yes, I do. And I did watch Angel. Yeah. And we love, we did like Angel and Cordelia together. Yes, I loved Cordelia, too. I know. I know. We love Cordelia. I remember when I told my mom that Charisma Carpenter did come out saying she had a small percentage of Hispanic in her background, and my mom just saying, well, of course, that makes sense. But yeah, okay, Mom. Thank you for doing this. Oh, you're welcome, son. Love what? you, Sarah Michelle Geller. <laughs> I love you, Spike. <laughs> and Cordelia. And Cordelia. <laughs> and Anya. And Anya. <laughs> uh, but uh, thank you for doing this, Mom. I like watching. I like revisiting these Buffy episodes with you. Me too. Me too. Brings back good memories. Hi, Alicia Crawford. Hello. Uh, so we watched Buffy Season 7's first date and get it done. Uh, what do you think of the two episodes overall? 
Well, I love Buffy, so, you know, I love them both. I know. <laughs> My mom's like one of those, like, Twitter stands who's like, Buffy can do no wrong. You are always team Buffy no matter what. Absolutely. Positively. <laughs> so the first one we watched was First Date. And I did make a note of you saying she's still hung up on Xander when Anya is jealous that he's going on a date. What do you think about that? Give me your thoughts. I think it's a good thing that she's human. Because <laughs> if she were a demon, she'd zap him out somehow. <laughs> and he would deserve it. He would. He would. <laughs> uh, but I like that you like... You don't want her to be hung up, right? No, absolutely not. I want her to move on. But you can understand her being jealous, right? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Do you think she's too good for him? Absolutely. Well, yeah. I remember the wedding episode. I thought the demons were nicer than the humans. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I don't know if I could give up all that power that she gave up. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Um, as soon as Xander went on the date with Ashanti, uh, the pop star from when I was a teen, you did say, she a vampire? She gonna be a vampire? <laughs> well, they do attract evil uh, demons do you, and vampires. Do you like when they do that? Because they draw attention to that. Cause that's like the joke, right? They keep joking like, well, if the principal's evil or if Xander's date's evil. I think it's funny, right? Uh, I, I think it's necessary. For the plot, for the story, for everything. Yeah. If they attracted only good people, there right. wouldn't be a storyline. It would be a boring show, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, do you like it? Do you think it's funny that the characters also joke about it? Because I do yeah. like that. I, I, I like that. I yeah. think they have to have a sense of humor. Yeah, yeah. And uh, my mother yelled, hurry up, Buffy, when Xander gets stabbed. <laughs> Couldn't wait for her to save him. <laughs> Xander did get beat up a lot in these two episodes we watched. So does Spike. That's true. I'm, I was shocked about that monster beating Spike up. <laughs> so what did you think at the end when Giles yells at them all? You did laugh and say, oh, their whole life has to be serious. No, I, I, I think they have to have some fun. And I have, to, I have to believe that their life can't be so serious that they, they, they can't have a life. That's true. But I guess you're right. They do have an apocalypse every year. <laughs> It's not Another like, one coming. Right. It's not like there's a season of Buffy where there's not an evil something. And Buffy deserves a date every now and then. It wasn't even really a date. Right. It was barely even a date. It right. was more just he wanted to find out about her and tell her about his mom, which isn't, right. isn't really a date. <laughs> right. <laughs> Do you like him, the principal? The principal? Yeah. I'm not sure. <laughs> All right. Fair. I know you don't remember him, right? No, I don't, unfortunately. <laughs> I the I remember when we watched it live, I did kind of like him for Buffy. But now looking back, I don't know that they have the chemistry. I no. like him as a character, but I don't think they have. Right. Oh, I as a character, I, I, I think he's good, although I'm, I'm not sure. If he's going to try and kill Spike, I don't like him. <laughs> I know. But uh, no, I don't think they make good chemistry. Yeah, when I when I first watched it, I thought so, but now I'm like, no, they better is like they fight together, right? But that's it. Well, I think the good part about the principal was that he let uh, Buffy know that she could get married and she could have children. That's true. Yeah, yeah. she could have a family life and still be a slayer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although his mother did die when he was <laughs> young, yeah. but all right, but still, <laughs> I think. Uh, <laughs> He gave her good news, nevertheless. That's true. And she, she didn't, and she doesn't have to die. Right. <laughs> so the next episode was Get It Done. I really liked this episode. 
you know, I thought that was, I always find that kind of interesting, learning the backstory of how the Slayer came to be. Yeah, but I, I don't like the way they treated her. Well, right, yeah. <laughs> and chaining her. Yeah. I, I, I still don't understand the point of chaining her. Right. If they wanted to give her power, they could have given her power. Right, just like, talk to her, right? Just give it to her. Just for be like, sense. oh, hey, we have some power. Here right. you go. Like, H- However they exchange power, I don't think they did it properly. Right, yeah. Um, I did get a kick out of the joke. I don't know if you got it when Robin Wood, the principal, is like, I hear you've been experimenting to Willow. And then he goes, with magic. Oh. <laughs> and they all pause and they're like, Double Wait. entendre. Look, you got it. I'm proud of you. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> so Zach, who co-hosted it with me, was like, I hate the principal's attitude in that house the whole time. He's too, like, immediately confrontational with Spike, which I do agree. It's like. Oh, I thought he was going to try and kill him. Yeah. <laughs> so. I was happy that he didn't try, but I'm on Spike team. I know you are. You always are. Yes. Team it's... Buffy, team Spike. Right. <laughs> Again, if my mother likes the person, then they could do no wrong. Right. Even though Spike murdered his mother. Well, <laughs> like I said, he didn't murder my mother, so. <laughs> so not your problem. Um, I find the uh, one very annoying because I'd like to see what he, re- he or she really looks like oh the first the first the first yeah Uh, i called it the one um and i feel sad that that girl wasn't strong enough to stand up to him yeah or her right yeah whatever it is whatever yeah yeah but so then so buffy has to bury her in the backyard and buffy comes in and gives i think what is a very harsh speech but again you love buffy so what did you think she was right. They, she, she's the only one who's strong, and she's the only one who's capable and not afraid. Uh, and she does carry them. <laughs> what, what did they do for her? I, I was just, I was so happy when I saw them training for a change of pace instead of huddling in the living room, afraid and wondering what's going to happen. Take action. <laughs> No, I I don't think Buffy was harsh at all. She was right. I just, I... And why did she have to bury the girl by herself? Why weren't they all there to help her? That's true. Yes, that's that's a good point. I don't know. I, I feel like I can see both sides of like, Buffy, that girl just died. Maybe don't be so harsh on these other girls because it's not their fault that that girl died. No, but feel. Buffy was right. They they all rely on her. They're, they're like little chickens. Uh, no i i find them very disappointing (laughs) i know you do no and and i think they i i think the writers uh did them an injustice they had to be stronger if they were picked if they were the chosen ones they had to uh, not be so afraid you don't remember the finale do you not really (laughs) well when we get there i think you'll you'll like where it goes (laughs) Well, at some point, they have to change. They have to get tough, and they have to stand by Buffy, not uh, let her lead them or... Uh, and get annoyed with her at the same and time. Get an, a, anno- and not learn. Right. It's annoying that they don't learn. <laughs> For heaven's sakes, pick up a steak and do something. Are you picking up a steak now? <laughs> go, go vampire hunting with her. What did you think of Kennedy, how she felt at the end? Uh, terrible, terrible. She knew that Willow was a witch. It's true. And witches have powers. And if she needed, 
I would have given it freely. That's true. Just take a seat on the couch and say, okay, yeah, <laughs> go I ahead. Mean, how can I help? Right. Well, I say that's the point. That's why I don't like it. <laughs> how can I help? What can I do? So what if they were zapped? Yeah, I mean, they were fine. But then we get the scene of him with the jacket on. And that's when the principal realizes that the first evil was not lying to him. Right. Well, I think he kind of knew that. And I uh, I think he's after Spike. <laughs> uh, he's after the wrong guy. Uh, he is. He's after your man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but so then you did say, I wonder what they showed her. And then you find out. What did you think of that reveal that it's, there's a ton of them? It's scary. But Buffy's whole life has had to have been scary. True. And the one thing you know about her is whether they're scary or or, or beautiful or whatever, she's not intimidated by anything. True. So it's scary, yeah, but... Uh, it's scary, but no big deal because you have faith that Buffy will. <laughs> I, and I have faith, hopefully, that uh, she'll get these, these uh, slayers uh, into some sort of action. <laughs> motivate them <laughs> you did say at the end maybe i would have changed my mind if i saw all those vampires you did say that, that well that's true <laughs> maybe more power would have helped <laughs> however i don't like the way they were uh treating buffy yeah and it's supposed to be that she didn't know what they would be giving her so that's why well they're right i'm looking forward to getting the finale with you mom <laughs> where oh my God. we I'm... only have uh, i think six episodes left i'm afraid of the I don't want it to end. <laughs> well, fortunately, it ended a long time ago. Well, and you did watch the end. I just don't remember. <laughs> All right. Well, um, thank you, Mother, for doing this. You're welcome, son. Te quiero mucho. I love you, too. Hi, Alicia Crawford. <laughs> Hello, Alicia. Hi, son. How are you? Good. And you? I'm all right. Happy Valentine's Day. Thank you. Happy Valentine's Day to you, my Valentine. We are here to talk. We watched two more Buffy episodes tonight. We're very close to the end. Uh, we watched Dirty Girls and Empty Places were the name of these two. What did you think overall, the two of them? I liked them. Yeah. <laughs> you were introduced, you met Caleb, and then you said, is she Faith? When we saw Shannon. <laughs> you kept asking me, you're like, is he a vampire? And he's not a vampire, but he is bad. Oh my God, is he bad? <laughs> so then you get Xander's dream where you kept... You just see where she went, oh no, it's the first. Oh, she's a vampire. Wait, what's going on? When Xander was, all the girls were throwing themselves at him. Oh. Then eventually you got there that it was a dream. Oh my God, I'm a little slow. <laughs> and you said, oh, he's dreaming. Thank God. <laughs> yes, because I, I was wondering why they were coming on to him. <laughs> Two at a time. Right. So then you once we get, the, we get Faith and Willow in the hospital, they're watching over that girl. What do you think of... Uh, her and Spike in the graveyard when he thinks she's bad and she thinks he's bad. I thought Spike should have kicked the shit out of her. <laughs> I do like that Buffy punches her knowing it's her and she's like, oh, Faith, I didn't see you. I like that. Right, right. Well, Faith has an attitude about Buffy. <laughs> well, yeah, they both have an They both have like a yes weird relationship. And uh, I like that the Spike's the vampire, but the girl he was chasing actually was a bad vampire and he's a good vampire. Right. I like that. That's and, very the show to turn it around. And Faith interfered in that. Right. Well, but she didn't know it was a vampire he was chasing. Yes, I guess. But she's interfering <laughs> in everything to do with Buffy. <laughs> um, Faith goes down to have a cigarette with Spike. I thought they had good chemistry. 
No, I like him for Buffy. Well, no. (laughs) I thought she was trying to seduce him. And I think he was too smart for that. Well, he is handsome. Yes, he is. (laughs) You might also try to seduce Spike if you were in our basement. (laughs) If I were younger. (laughs) Um... Yeah, because I do like Xander's speech there, but I get annoyed because I'm like, oh, in one episode, he's going to forget he even gave the speech. Right. Within seconds, he forgets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they go in the vineyard. You actually laughed at Spike's Falcon Crest joke. I don't know what the hell that is, Mom. The what? Falcon Crest, because he said the vineyard looked like Falcon Crest. Oh, that was an old show. I can't remember the name, but it was a, it was. But well, wasn't it Falcon Crest? Is that the name of the show? I don't, I don't remember. But it was a, a show on a ranch. Yeah, that makes sense. And I guess Spike is older, so he would... (laughs) You and him might have watched some of the same shows back in the day. (laughs) Um, And you didn't remember what happened to Xander, right? No. You you didn't remember that? Not at all. That seems upsetting, right? Very upsetting. And he's he's always been loyal to Buffy. Yeah. Except this one. (laughs) Except in the next episode, yeah. Where the none of them were. Um, I actually remember when we watched this live, because it goes to commercial after that, I remember we were both worried that he was dead. But... I guess technically you do, people do have, they do survive that, just that would be terrible. Well, except that I thought Willow was a powerful witch. Why couldn't she restore his eye? <laughs> I don't know. That is a good point, though. Yes. <laughs> um, so what did, what did you think of this episode? Did you like it? Um, yeah, I yeah. liked it, except that I can't stand when, when uh, the bad guy is so powerful. <laughs> but Buffy will figure out how to get him. I mean, you know she will. And so. I can't wait. <laughs> so the second episode is called Empty Places. And as we turned it on, you did say, he better die a painful death for what he did about Caleb. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> You're going to... You... Of course, she's not going to torture him, but <laughs> I think he deserves a little torture. A little, a little. This is why you and I don't have superpowers. Right. And <laughs> um, did you notice that the... The one cop kept saying to Willow, wait, who are you? Because the magic, her magic wasn't working as well on them to, like, fool them. I don't think her magic is working, period. (laughs) Don't worry, it will be in the finale. I hope so. (laughs) I can't believe you don't even remember that. No, I don't, unfortunately. (laughs) It's such a big moment in the finale. (laughs) Uh, That's funny, I remember Angel's finale. You do? Yes, I do. (laughs) Where he says, you take that dragon and I'll take the other one. He says, I want to get the dragon. I can't believe you remember that. I remember that, but I don't, oh God, I don't remember <laughs> Buffy's ending. How the hell do you remember Angels and not Buffy? I don't know. <laughs> we liked Buffy better. Well, I, I know. <laughs> I watched, we both, we, wa- we watched them both. Yeah, we watched them together. That, just to let everyone know, my mother always remembers the weirdest shit. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, you're right. To let you know about my mom's taste in humor, the last movie we watched together was Cocaine Bear. And this was when she was sick. It was about a few weeks before she ended up going into the hospital. And she laughed so hard she was crying and coughing. And I was worried that she was going to get sicker because she was laughing so hard. And she would still bring up Margo Martindale saying, he bit me in the ass. And my mom would laugh so hard she cried every time she thought about that. So much so that while in the hospital, one time when I was visiting her, one of the nurses was, you know, helping her 
like fix her pillows and stuff. And she asked the nurse, have you seen Cocaine Bear? Oh, it is so funny. You should see it. Alicia Crawford also took no shit. And a really good story that tells you all about her is when I was in CCD, which is, I couldn't tell you what it stands for. It's like Sunday, it's like a version of Sunday school, but it's, you know, for kids that weren't in Catholic school, but to get confirmed and communion and all that. No one in my family is actually religious. My mom is just, my my mom was just religious in the sense the way a lot of older Puerto Rican folks can tend to be. And uh, she did not get along with one of the teachers that she taught with, and he kept calling her different names. He would never get her name right. He was a shitty guy. And one day in class, my mom sat next to me while he was teaching about Noah's Ark. And he said, Noah's Ark was only about saving animals. It was all about animals. And my mom, because she couldn't ever help herself, whispered to me, a maybe 12-year-old, that's not right. And he said, Alice, if you're disturbing class, I can't have you sit next to your son. You need to go to the back of the class. And my mom said, oh, really? And my mother stood up and he said, you're disrupting class. And she slammed her hands down on the desk, walked the opposite way around the classroom, around the back, pushing and hitting every desk, and said, we will see who has to sit in the back. And she went to talk to the director of the CCD program, and we both were asked to never come back. <laughs> so we cut back to the Summer's house, where Anya is giving the girls a lesson in the monsters. And they should be paying attention. They, you're right. That aggravates <laughs> My mom gets very mad about the potential slayers. Yes. Um, and I hate seeing him be able to, like, pick her up and throw oh, her. Me too. I hate that. Um, but it does make for a good villain, right? Because then you want him, like you like you kept saying, then you want her to beat him even more. I want him to die. Yeah. Yeah. And because it's Buffy, we know that, luckily. She'll she, find a way. She will. See, that's the thing about her. She's always thinking. Yeah. And she's, her, her, um, if she's afraid, it doesn't, uh, scare her off. Right. She Actually, it makes her think harder and research harder. She protects Dawn. Yeah. She's protecting the Slayers, Giles. Yeah. Everybody. Um, and she loves them, right? She does. These assholes. Everybody. <laughs> she takes care of everybody. Yeah. Um, and that was the thing you said, actually, uh, that they've all been, they want her to be a mother hen, but then they want to criticize her right. for it. And that's, they're not really helping, but they just want her to... They don't stand with her. They just want her to uh, baby them, protect them. They're slayers, for God's sakes. <laughs> they should, uh, even if they're afraid, they should stand by her and, and know that, uh, yeah, bad things will probably happen. But, but they have a mission in life. And I mean, if you're living in a town with a bunch of demons, well... <laughs> What could you expect? Yeah, where literal monsters live? Well, then, yeah, some bad shit's gonna happen, right? Absolutely. <laughs> so the cops come to take Faith, 
She's like, you're not, I don't want to go back to jail. And they're like, well, we're not taking you. And they pull out all their guns. They wanted to kill her. And I do hate seeing her get beat up too by all of them. But I did like seeing them all fight back. And you you were excited. I will say oh, you. Oh, yes. I was so happy for, <laughs> but they, they don't do that for Buffy, but they did it for Faith. Isn't that I know. Weird? I know. But I was happy about it. Because Willow's girlfriend is the one that she takes the gun from him. And disarms him, which right. I was proud of. Me too. <clears throat> and Faith is quite a fighter. She is. She is. And because Faith is kind of, kind of right when Buffy's like, you put them in danger. And then Faith says, what about the vineyard? Was that not danger? And then Buffy punches her, which I do understand why she punched her. Yeah, but the vineyard is, was different than taking them out drinking and dancing. I know, but... I would think they need cool heads. <laughs> I have to think clearly. Um, but so, yeah, we get this final... Uh, Buffy calls a meeting. Xander comes home. You just kept saying... Literally throughout most of this, my Bob kept saying, they should just burn it down. Then you burn down the vineyard. <laughs> if if the vineyard gives them special powers, burn it. <laughs> when Willow didn't defend her and when Anya said, you're just luckier, you did say, I hope this is the Hellmouth making them act like this. Oh, I hope so. I hope it's not how they really feel. I hope they're all going to apologize. <laughs> I, I like that you want, like, every single one of them to apologize. Absolutely. <laughs> She's taken care of every single one of them. Um, and nobody appreciates it. Which, right, like, Xander just gave that speech in the previous episode, and then now, nothing. Right. <laughs> it's like, yes, but remember what you said 40 and minutes he ago. Was correct. Right, in the first speech, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then, so Faith says, like, well, can you follow? And you did say out loud, she's not a follower. She's a leader, damn it. Absolutely. <laughs> Why does she have to follow? <laughs> she's the one who died twice. <laughs> she's the one who's uh, who has to bury the people by herself. They don't even help her do that. Um, <laughs> and her sister is useless. <laughs> <laughs> Always crying. Uh, all right, well, uh, thank you for doing this, Mother. Oh, you're welcome, son. I love you. I love you. Bye, everyone. Bye. Happy Valentine's Day. Hi, Alicia Crawford, Ian's mom. Hi, Alicia. Hi, son. We only have one more episode of Buffy left. Oh, my God. I know. But so we watched, the episodes are called Touched and End of Days. Which one did you like better? End of Days. Oh, you did like that one better? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't. Uh, I didn't like the fact that everybody's making love while Buffy is suffering. <laughs> they shouldn't be having sex if Buffy's upset. Right. <laughs> they should be worried about the end. <laughs> um. So then Spike and Andrew come back from their mission, and Spike asks where Buffy is. What do you think of that scene? Well, I I think that uh, he incorporated everything that I wanted to say to them. <laughs> <laughs> and he was right. He was right, right? Yes, yes. He, uh, that was a great speech. Yeah, basically what you and I were saying when they kicked her, like, she's saved your life how many times? She has literally died for you people. Right, and that's the thanks she gets. Right. Get out of the house. <laughs> Get out of the house, that's her house. I, I knew you would like this. I love when Anya is like, if we're done having sex, then everyone else should just knock it off. <laughs> oh, I love her, yes. <laughs> Uh, I also I'll... could never believe she gave up being a demon. <laughs> you do always go back to that. <laughs> uh, I I just love her. <laughs> and she's willing to fight, even without powers. Right, and she, I was going to say, she doesn't even have powers anymore, but she's like, okay, I'll stay. Yeah. I, I, what did you think of Spike and Buffy cuddling? Because I do think that is like 
is romantic. Since we already know that they've had sex and everything, I think that's a nice... Well, I thought it was very romantic, very reassuring for her. Yes, right. And he was giving her the strength she needed to get out of that bed. Yeah. And stop feeling sorry for herself. The thing is, Buffy was being really hard on herself, but I feel like it's understandable after all of her friends have kicked her out of her own home, right? Yes, yes. You know, like you're bound to be feeling shitty. Right, and thank God that she had his support. Yeah. And his strength to get her through it. Yeah. Um, Although I think she would have gotten through it anyway. Right, eventually. Um, But then we end on Faith. They open that box and there's a bomb. Which brings us to the next episode, which is the second to last episode of Buffy. And you were, (laughs) at first you were like, what's that weapon? Oh, I bet that weapon will kill them. I bet that's what she'll use that for. And then... Right. Thank God she got rid of that guy. (laughs) I couldn't stand him. (laughs) Um, That's what you were like, where do I know him from? And we had to pause to discuss where you knew Nathan Fillion from. And we realized it was Castle. Castle, right. He was also on Modern Family for a while. Oh, was he? Yes. um, He was uh, romancing one of the girls. Yes. Okay. He's, He's been on, he's one of those people that's like in a lot of things. He's very talented. Yeah, yeah. And another thing we love about Buffy is the first tells her, oh, Faith went boom. And Buffy doesn't even think, she's like, oh, I have to go, right? She doesn't think twice about how they treated her. Right. She's just like, oh, I got to go save them. And again, that's, I, I just, that's why she's like my favorite hero, right? Because she can be sarcastic, but with stuff like that, it's like, oh no, okay, let me go. She's always the heroine. Yeah. She always cares. Right. Even though these are people that literally kicked her out of her own home. Right. She's like, oh, let me go save them. Um, What did you think of this scene where the Slayer girls are kind of, they pick up Faith and then they get attacked by the the monsters? Well, I was very proud of them that they fought, (laughs) even though they were afraid. uh, I was proud of them. Okay. All right. I do really like Buffy's entrance there. It's a very good hero entrance, right? Absolutely. Like, I love her falling down from the... She knocks something over or whatever and comes in with that big weapon. I think it's very, like, you feel like, ah, that's the hero, right? That's right. They're going to win. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I I do feel a little bad for the Slayer girls. They get blown up and then attacked by a bunch of those monsters. That's pretty shitty. To say the least, but... uh, (laughs) I don't know that you or I would make it, Alicia. (laughs) I don't think so either. (laughs) Well, not at my age, anyway. (laughs) The bomb didn't kill us then. I think a monster might. (laughs) Or three of them. Yeah, but you know what? They stood up. To they the did, monster. Yeah. I'm Mo- really proud of the girls. Well, mostly Willow's girlfriend, though. She's, I mean, she's the toughest one, right? Yes. Well, yes, but she helped the other girls. Yeah, she did. Be yeah. strong. Yes. Um. Then Buffy comes back home. And again, this is what I love about her is that she's helping. She's not, I might be a little bit, oh, remember when you kicked me out of my house and then you, oh, then she led you to a bomb? Oh. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Faith didn't do it on purpose. No, it no, wasn't no. her fault. No. Um, and I don't know why the monsters needed a bomb. I mean, right, yeah. That That is a weird plot point, right? Because yes. the monsters could have just attacked, attacked and well, killed like them. like they did. Right, yeah. Doesn't fit. That is a little bit of an issue we had like, discussing it for the podcast. A lot of, Some of the stuff here feels like, why are we adding so much extra here? I will tell everyone, it was very cute. The other day you were like, if you're free on a weekend, think we could watch more of the early Buffy episodes, right? You were... So that I could remember a lot of the things that I've forgotten. Well, next week, the show turns 25, Alicia. Oh my god. I know. <laughs> We are both very old. No, not you. Me. <laughs> How old do you think uh, Sarah Michelle Geller is? Um, I think she's... Wait, actually, I'm going to Google it. I'll Google it right now, Alicia, while we're on the call. <laughs> she's 44. 
unbelievable. <laughs> I'll always think of her as Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Listen. 22. The thing is, you and I, we loved that Terminator with Sarah Connor back as an Absolutely. older woman. Absolutely. Love her, love her, love her. I mean, it didn't do well, and you and I seem to be the only ones that loved that one, but the it was good. clapping yeah. in the theater. <laughs> <laughs> she was still a badass, right? And she's, Absolutely. She's got to be pushing 60. Yeah, I would think so. My mom had tastes that some might call eclectic. Not only did she love Buffy, and she loved seeing Marvel movies with me, but she loved the Terminator. She used to have a big old crush on Arnold Schwarzenegger, until the news broke she cheated on his wife. Then she felt betrayed by him. I would always tell her that I was definitely too young to be seeing Terminator and Predator movies as a kid, but to her, those reminded her of the good times and taking her kids to see movies the family loved, because those were family movies. And so my, my thing is, I don't think she's too old to be Buffy. Like, right? I would love to see a 45-year... Like, for me, it's like she could be mentoring oh, you the young... Sarah? Yeah. Oh, no, I don't think she's too old. Yeah. Because she joked in a few interviews that she thinks she's too old to do it. But right? No, I think... No, absolutely not. The good thing she's, about... First of all, she still looks great. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and then we get the, we do get the plot in this episode, which I was curious what you thought, where Buffy has Xander take Dawn away. What'd you think of that? Stupid, stupid, stupid. <laughs> But you can understand why she would send Dawn away, right? No, she needs everybody <laughs> to help her fight. But it's her younger sister, and she's not like super strong or anything. No, I, I if I were if I were her sister, I'd be very offended. And Xander also, Xander's right. He wants to be by her side. I I, I think that was wrong. Okay, so then we get we you learned how Caleb got his power. It's that the first kind of gives him its power, and the one is ugly. <laughs> The first. You keep calling it the, the first, one. I keep calling it the one. <laughs> um, when Faith is, like, recovering in bed, I kind of... What do you think of that scene? I like that scene. Well, uh, it was one of the first times that Faith didn't have a terrible attitude. <laughs> I mean, because I, I can't stand her attitude. I mean, the actress is really good. She plays it really well, but uh, her attitude annoys the heck out of me. <laughs> I I don't know. I think she should be trying to help Buffy. Well, she should understand. I don't care how bad she was, and I don't care that Buffy stabbed her. I don't care that Buffy stabbed her. Right. <laughs> um, well, <laughs> you know the thing I love, Mom, is that you with Spike and Buffy, they could do no wrong. No. And this is how a Puerto Rican mother is with her loved ones. <laughs> well, that's true. That's true. <laughs> My kids are perfect. <laughs> so Caleb kills her, and I was I was looking forward to the surprise, because you kept saying, come on, Buffy, because he does kick her ass, and then who enters, Alicia? I know, Angel. <laughs> my mother went, oh my god, it's Angel. <laughs> I know, I was hoping it'd be Spike. <laughs> I want you to know that like, almost all of my listeners feel, that, all, the, all of the Slayer Fest 98 listeners kind of feel the same way you do. <laughs> I think it's nice to see him at the end. I don't. I don't know. I, he hasn't been a part of it, so I no. I, I really hoped it was Spike. <laughs> I thought he would come to her rescue again. I do love when he's like, "God, I miss watching this." As she's like kicking his ass, and well, then she he, gives as good as she gets. She does. She does for being that tiny little thing. <laughs> and then uh, he says, "Tell me you're happy to see me," and then they kiss. But then we get broke my heart. <laughs> 
broke my heart. My mom turned to me and said, I'm I'm so upset with her. I'm disappointed in her. <laughs> First time ever. <laughs> but she's not married to Spike, Mom. No, but still. <laughs> I she don't know. needed him and he was there. He actually, he's the only one that's always been there for that, her. That is true. That is true. What are you looking forward to for the final episode when we get there? I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. Makes me sad to think about it. That's um, why I want to see a few of the first episodes. Yeah. We'll do at least a Patreon episode on the first one. Um, Kirsten and I are going to revisit it together this weekend. Oh, I love her. I know you do. <laughs> and I love her books. <laughs> um, what's one of your favorite parts of the two episodes we watched? When she was cuddling with Spike. <laughs> <laughs> you love Spike. And when she killed that horrible priest. <laughs> My two favorite points. <laughs> All right, well. Go uh, Buffy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for doing this, Mother. You're welcome, son. I love you, Mom. I love you, son. Hi. Hi, Mom. Uh, what did you think of the episode overall? Broke my heart. Yeah. Because I knew it was the end, but uh, it had a great ending. It did, right? Yeah. Yeah. She, she has a future now. We get, which I love that it's ambiguous, but you did not think it was when Spike and Buffy, she goes down to the basement and it's like just them looking at each other. Because what did you say? Oh, they're going to make mad passionate love. Because <laughs> it's supposed to be like, you can decide. Right. Well, I've decided. <laughs> well, you've decided. All right. right. <laughs> um, and so we get them going into Sunnydale High, which I do think is... It's appropriate right for the show. It starts at school, even though they're not high schoolers anymore. But I, I like the idea of them going back. That's their final battle is right. at a school, right? The school. It ends there. It started there. It ends there. Um, we both laughed at Xander's bathroom speech because, boy, would that be us. Boy, I'd have to go to the bathroom first. <laughs> I know we're fighting demons, but I do have to pee real quick. <laughs> <laughs> then you get down in the hell mouth and be like, ooh, I got to go again. <laughs> <laughs> Except I would be afraid to go to the bathroom at that point. <laughs> yeah. You're like, all right, I'll hold it. <laughs> I'll hold it. Um, I I really do love watching all of the Slayer girls have all this strength and like... Oh, me too. After I badmouth them. <laughs> now you take it back. I take it back. <laughs> They're all wonderful. <laughs> um, what would you prefer? The witch powers or the Slayer powers? Mm, I don't know. Neither. <laughs> Neither? <laughs> the witch power, I would be afraid that if I got mad at somebody, I'd jinx them somehow. <laughs> and I don't know that I want to fight vampires. <laughs> I think I would go with the witch powers, but I mean, yeah. I guess, yeah. I we guess. might misuse them, but all right, so what? We fix it afterwards. I guess, that's right? true. So you have the power. Jinx them and unjinx <laughs> yeah, them. Yeah, and just, once you're not mad, all right, I'll take it away. <laughs> right. I'm still, I, I still don't know why they didn't have a lot of spinoffs. Yeah. With Willow and her powers. Yeah. The rest of the Slayer girls. Right. I do think that could be, could have been a cool, like. Yeah. Uh, have like Willow and, and not even the, the rest. Buffy herself. Right. Right. All right. So I got to talk to you about. So Buffy tells Spike she loves him. What do you think? I think she does love him. And I think his answer was stupid. <laughs> Stupid, Which is stupid, funny because you stupid. love Spike to death. But I do love Spike, <laughs> but I think that answer was stupid. It made me mad. <laughs> My mother turned to me and said, what an ass. Why did he say that? <laughs> right. Should have said, I love you too. So some people do think it's a little bit more ambiguous that maybe she was saying it because she knew he was going to die. And she was almost like giving him that gift. And Maybe but, she loves both of them. Spike and Angel. 
<laughs> Which means she really doesn't love either one of them to me, but... Well, she could have two boyfriends, right? <laughs> she can, she deserves that. Well, that's true. She <laughs> she does deserve that. <laughs> Having two hot men fall, fall all over her. Madly in love with her, yeah. <laughs> um, but I do think that scene is really well done. I, I like the way she looks at him, and I love that their hands, when they touch, it's... I mean, you read a lot of romance novels, right? I thought it was pretty romantic. Yes, it was very, like a, very romantic. And the two of them are so, so good together, right? The actors. Oh, absolutely. They're, oh, they're such good actors. So then you realize why they took the bus, because what was happening, Alicia? Well, I, I didn't realize that uh, the whole town would go under. Because <laughs> the whole town was on the Hellmouth. I thought it. it was just the high school. The, the high school was like under the entrance. Oh, But the okay. whole town is like on a Hellmouth. I had... Totally forgotten that. <laughs> totally. But I thought it's kind of cool, right? Her running. Yes. And then jumping on the bus. I think it's cool. Yeah. And I'm glad the principal didn't die. Me too. Yeah. Because um, he turned he turned out to be really a good guy. Yes. Right. Because, okay, he did try to kill Spike, but he, he then he, right, he stops. He listens to Buffy when she says stop and he helps him. So Helps him. He helps him fight. He's yeah. not afraid. Um. Well, I feel like if your mom's a slayer, right, you're going to be a little bit more uh, in tune with fighting demons. Yes. (laughs) Um, But I just love that it's all the, like, these main characters standing together, looking into the crater that was their town, and that Buffy smiles. And that's a good... Yeah. Yeah. And they were a great group. They really were a great group. Um, uh, What was your favorite? What were... You, You said what your favorite outfits were, but tell everyone what your favorite outfits were. You told me. In this episode? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I loved Willow's blouse. That was perfect for her being a witch <laughs> and doing a spell. And uh, all the Puerto Rican women in our family do love a shiny top. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> positively. <laughs> um, yeah. You liked the episode? Loved it. Yeah. Loved it. It's a really good way to go out, right? Uh, yes, but I hated Spike to die. <laughs> I, know, I know. And I hated Anya. I know. <laughs> had to die. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, this has been fun going through season seven with you, Mom. Oh, thank you. Me too, honey. <laughs> thank you, Mother, for doing this. We did, I think, at least like the last ten, I think, episodes. You're welcome, son. <laughs> I spent the last few months alongside my father caretaking for my mother. It was all-consuming. It was exhausting. It was incredibly stressful. Sometimes we drove each other nuts, but I wouldn't trade it for the world. We talked almost every night while I was helping her get into bed, where she'd tell me I was the only one who did it right. Even if my dad put her to bed by himself that night, I'd often go in to kiss her tonight and we'd chat about politics, TV shows, who was stupid, what movies we wanted to see. Anyone who knew my mom knows she could talk. So basically anything could become the topic of conversation. She became my best friend, and I'm going to miss her a lot. Alicia Crawford, a.k.a. Titi Lisi, was a devoted and beloved mother, grandmother, wife, aunt, friend, and all-around wonderful person. She loved pugs, babies, flashy jewelry, romance novels, inappropriate jokes, 90-day fiancé, Grey's Anatomy, and Buffy the Vampire Slayer. She rarely hated anything, unless it was one of the James Bond movies my dad was putting on for the 500th time. My mom loved in a way that made everyone feel loved. She loved love. If she loved you, you could do no wrong. You could never look bad or make a wrong decision. She never ran out of compliments to give the folks around her. 
She loved in, the, in a way I tried to love, unapologetically and unconditionally. And that love was felt, because she was so loved in return. I've received flowers and nice messages from folks who only met her once, saying how much they loved her. I got a nice message from an ex who hates me, saying how often he's thought of her kindness, caring, and humor throughout the years. I got a message from a listener of my podcast from Spain, who I'd never spoken with before, telling me, this is an exact quote, for those of us who didn't have a loving mother, it was truly beautiful to hear that you were so lucky. My mom would often say that in another life, she must have had a lot of children, and that my friends were those kids coming back to her. <laughs> and she meant it. She was a second mom to many of my friends. I've had many friends over the last year, last days thank me for letting them into my family, and telling me how much my mom meant to them. I had a friend text me to tell me that my mom helped her feel good about herself at a time, late teens, early 20s, when feeling good about yourself was hard. I had my favorite writing professor from Rutgers email me to tell me that when she met my mom, she was still so new to the job, but my mom told her she was doing a great job, and she just believed her because my mom was just so definitive. A friend from grade school even told me how she always thought my mom was the nicest. My mom would sometimes confuse me and my dad's names with our beloved dead pug Adams, but she could remember which one of my friends had kids and all their names and who they were married to, and also that one piece of jewelry they wore that one time that she loved. It's those small details that help make folks around her feel so loved, even those that weren't biological family members. Alicia Crawford, without realizing it, taught me the importance of both family and chosen family. She helped me realize how important everyone is, from family member to spouse to casual friend, to best friend. My mom also had so many good sayings that me and my friends would repeat. Almost all of them not fit for here in church, but I guess I could say some of them on the podcast. But she loved to call me, my brother, our pug, my exes, her husband, her grandson, all handsome hunks. She would also not suffer a fool. She never felt awkward, so she could tell someone about themselves without even blinking. I once wrote an essay in grad school called You Don't Fuck With Alicia Crawford. I took that title out of the eulogy. And it was met with folks in workshop telling me they found my mom to be an unbelievable character, which, to be fair, is a very accurate assessment of Alicia Crawford. I know she wouldn't want any of us sitting around and crying, she'd often joke that she'd want all her favorite scenes from Buffy played at her funeral. And while I didn't have a supercut of Sarah Michelle Gellar fighting demons, I'll leave you with this quote from her favorite poem, Cleopatra Dying, by Thomas Stephen Collier, that she'd quote often and at any minor inconvenience. Guard me, help me, give me courage, like a queen to meet my fate. I'm dying, Egypt dying. Let Caesar's army come. Sorry, that was a little bit messy, guys. <laughs> Thought I would be able to be better. But I appreciate you listening. I have really appreciated all the support. Everything has been so hard. You know, I got laid off. I got had to sign a lease for a new car three weeks after my mom passed. And a month after she passed, I was laid off because my company laid off half their staff. Um, so it's been a hard time. Um... And this podcast helps keep me going, which I really appreciate. Like, 
you know, I, I was just saying there's some episodes that I don't feel like I can be on for because they're just like not an episode I care about. But when I'm on for them, that brings me joy. And I now have a different connection to Buffy than I ever thought I would because I love it. It's my favorite thing. And now I'm like, you know, I was watching season three's Anne and I just kept hearing my mom say, good for her. Good. Which is what she would say anytime Buffy gave it to some shitty man. Like, my mom loved that. And, you know, I really miss that. I miss watching it with her and hearing her say, Oh, I love that dress. Oh, Cordelia looks beautiful. Oh, she should kick the shit out of him. Which were all very common things said from Alicia Crawford when we would watch the show together. Yeah, I just want to thank you all. I'm trying to keep it together, but not doing a great job. Um... Thank you for all your support, all your love. She knew how much people on the podcast loved hearing about her, and it always made her happy. You know, after I did my Insta Live with Charisma Carpenter, she had asked to see a picture of my mom, so I sent her one, and she went, Oh my god, she looks so young. I would have never thought she was 75. I told my mom that, and oh boy, Alicia Crawford was on high for like a week. She stayed, she like stayed feeling good about herself because... Her favorite, Cordelia Chase, told her she looked great. <gasps> I mean, who wouldn't want to hear that? But thank you guys. Um, you know where to find us. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, at SlayerFestX on all social media platforms. And I'm at Carlos. And I just really appreciate you listening to this. Because um, maybe you didn't know much about my mom. I hope you enjoyed our supercut. And um, yeah, I love you. Thanks, guys. And I miss you, Mom. We'll see you next time, okay? Bye.